Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Salutations, hello, greetings to all there or whoever you are, wherever you are in the world right now. You're tuned in live to Boys on Live, the podcast. And here I am, Samari Sanchez, with another bonus. I know it's been a minute since I did one of these, so you know what I'm saying. I apologize for the wait, I apologize for the delay. Been really busy with just work. Work, 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 work. <laughs> but um, outside of that, though, um, I hope all is well. You know what I'm saying? I pray that everybody's doing well in the world. Everybody's having a, you know, a good day today, wherever you are listening. If you're not religious, I hope you're doing uh, amazing in life. And um, this bonus is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be tackling something, you know, that's been highly anticipated, highly asked for. <laughs> And, you know, I think I'm going to definitely do a good job at this. So, first things first, album review time. So, I'm going to try and get this within 30, 45 minutes, roughly, maybe a little bit longer. I don't know. But the album of choice, the artist of choice is Polo G, Polo Capilot, that man from Chicago, that young goat in the making. I'm a huge Polo fan. He's very, very, very versatile. I love the way he delivers his punchlines, delivers his music in general. I like the way he thinks about doing certain aspects of music that a lot of people, especially in trap or rap in general, hip-hop in general, don't really, you know, officiate themselves or, you know, fuck with, essentially. But in saying that, Hall of Fame came out on June 11th of 2021. It has 20 tracks. It was a huge, huge, huge success for Polo G in saying that it was his first number one, well, first number one debuting album, I should say it like that, because he's had number one albums, but he hasn't had an album where he had to pretty much go against anyone else, um, or like they like another huge artist dropped the same day is essentially what I'm trying to say. Um, it was amazing for him in his career it was something that i really i'm not gonna say wasn't expecting but it was definitely something i was just like wow like that's dope um so he had sold a little analytics behind this um polo g hall of fame sold 146k copies first week sales which secured him for the number one spot over migos uh with culture three which debuted the same day june 11th 2021 and that sold 138k copies first week, but you know a lot of people have kind of gotten to the controversy of oh well you know Polo G is definitely bigger than Migos, and I'm well I'm here to say slow your role player, we're not gonna be biased, you know what I'm saying? Without Migos, I don't even know if we would have made it to get Polo G. You know, Migos has been solidified for over 10 years in the game. They have tons of hits, tons of records, tons of you know connections and outcasts. You know what I'm saying? Networking and everything, businesses, you know. So they're doing their thing. No hate, disrespect to, to Polo G or the Polo G fans. Just trying to, you know, clear the air there. You know what I'm saying? Slow your roll. He, he might get there. He has the potential. You know what I'm saying? Like little Baby Seti, you know what I'm saying? I'm not the GOAT, but I have the, the credentials, the potential. Same difference. You know what I'm saying? But here we go. We're going to go ahead and just dive right into it. So first things first, he starts off with painting pictures. Um, I really enjoyed this intro track. It was a little bit different, you know, um, 
it was almost like he was like getting vulnerable throughout this whole 20 song stretch. Um, Painting pictures was something that I think was very, very, very needed for this album just because he came off of, excuse me, came off of Hall of Fame prior, I mean, Hall of Fame, excuse me, he came off from The Goat prior to this and then Die a Legend before that, the year before in 2019. Uh, the Goat came out last year, 2020. So it was a huge success, which was another decently long album. It had 16 tracks and it came out May 15th of last year. And then Die a Legend had came out the year prior to that, which was June 7, 2019. And he took the world by storm from that point on. Um, one thing about painting pictures, I think that was different than say his other two, which was don't believe the hype and, um, lost files was just the fact that it's kind of like he knows where he is in the rap game and he solidified his name already, uh, being like a, you know, young goat in the making. Um, and he just kind of capitalizes on that. You know what I'm saying? He says it in the song, uh, he's the chosen one, you know what I'm saying? So he definitely knows where he's at. And he, he paints the picture vividly for, you know, the listeners, you know what I'm saying? And he just talks about how he's basically wanted to capture where he's at right now since he was a kid. You know, there was a bar in the, earlier in the song. Well, not really early in the song, but it's about a, a minute, 34, 35 seconds. And he says, since elementary, our, 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 Elders gave us small advice. This shit could lead to jail, death, or excuse me, this shit could lead to death and jail. It's crazy how they always write. And, you know, he goes on deliberately throughout the rest of the song, just, you know, for the rest of the 41 seconds, 43 seconds of the song, just explaining the information and how he has to carry himself differently, being, you know, from where he's from in Chicago and being a young black role model, uh, you know, essentially. So then we get into track two, Rap Star. Um, I really enjoyed this track. Um, it was something that I thought was just dope, like just through and through. Um, he, you know, talks a little bit about, you know, how he's had to deal with certain aspects of rap already, like the hate and the disrespect and, you know, he also has the plus sides that helping his mom and helping his family, you know, establish a, a different kind of living. Obviously, you know, they're not necessarily the poorest anymore. They're getting barely really, you know, they're getting money. You know what I'm saying? So putting everybody in position to win and how he's dealt with that stress essentially is what Rap Star is. This is another really good song. Um, it's really, really dope. No Return, he, that's his first song with features. It's track three on this album, and it had the Kill It. Lil Roy, and then it also had Lil Dirk. Um, really, really hot track. Uh, I was really surprised that he had let the kid Lil Roy um, do basically like the hook for the song. That was really dope. And then Dirk gave a really, really strong, I would say, verse. Um, you know, he had came off. He came off a little bit differently, I guess. I would say kind of abstract for Dirk just because of the vibe and like the the, the tone of of the song. But definitely worth worth listening to. Um, and enjoying as well. Then you get to track four, Toxic. You know, he's basically talking about a past relationship. Now, let me stamp this right now. I don't, I'm a fan of his music and how he carries himself, Polo G, outside of his music. I'm not one to get into their, an artist or a rapper or producer, whatever, 
that person is personal life. That's not my place to be at. I'm a fan of their work, and I keep it strictly like that. I mean, I don't know none of these people personally, so I can't speak on none of his, you know, personal entities or anything like that. So let me just make that clear for before I keep going with this discussion. But toxic, um, definitely something that he was, uh, you know trying to get off his chest, I would say. It was definitely something where he was definitely speaking on, I would say, an experience or a past relationship or whatever the situation was. Um, definitely involved a def- uh, definitely involved another, you know, female or whatever the case may be. But it was really dope. Um uh I would I think it's about let me look through here. It's about Yeah, so it's about a minute, twenty seconds in. He says, um like he really ever had it hard enough? Like, bitch, don't get me started up. I'm re- I'm still gonna be right here if the rap game clean the garbage up. Can't go bar for nothing. I'm with some renegade Draco beaten. Feel the bass. Two two threes hit his face. Tactical won't leave a trace. Boy, whoo! Talk about a stretch. That man can rap. That is wow. Like. <laughs> When you hear it, it sounds better than my voice. I'm kind of monotone. I'm sorry. I sound a little wild right now. The weather in, in Kansas is not the best. It's been hot and humid and, and rainy. And it's just like my allergies has been all over the place. So I apologize for that. But, yes, he definitely was snapping on Toxic as well. Um, then we get to Epidemic. I think Epidemic kind of came about on some, like, I don't even know how to really explain it, I guess. I feel like it's it's kind of like personification in a sense because he's speaking on like something bigger than him in a sense, which I think, I think personally, I think he's trying to speak on like gun violence in Chicago and why it's such an issue. But at the same time, he's telling people like, as much as I know it's an issue, I also am like a product of my environment, so I will never be caught lacking essentially, or like I will not present myself in a way for me to get got and, and you know put my you know what I'm saying like just 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 being real about the situation. So I really I really enjoyed how he had you know went about that situation. Then we get to track six, gang gang. Oh my gosh, Polo G and Lil Wayne. This is his third feature that he has on here behind obviously the Kid Ray and Lil Durk. Wow. Different. And let me say this first and foremost, as I'm six songs in, um, I think this this album is solidified, but at the same time, a lot of people don't really listen to music more than than what it really is. I feel like people don't appreciate what music is nowadays. We get it such at a high capacity and a high volume with Apple Music and streaming, uh, you know, Spotify, SoundCloud, you know, YouTube, whatever the case may be, streaming is obviously key and it's number one. And, and you know, like with that being said, I don't really think people understand music the way that they personally should, I guess, in a sense. Like you're not marinating, you're not sitting on it. You listen to, you know, 30 seconds of a track and it's trash. Like take the time to stop letting social media influence how you feel about music. If you like an artist, you like an artist. Like I'd be the first one to tell you. There are some artists that, people don't controversially like and I enjoy their music but I'm not finna change my opinion on their music because somebody else said something like I'm not listening to 
somebody else's opinion to be cool. Like, we're not on that type of time. So, with that being said, just keep that in, your, in the back of your head as you're listening to this. But we're going to continue on. Gang Gang, track six, um, a dope collaboration. You know, uh, there's been plenty of, you know, Lil Wayne and Polo G speculations where Polo G is supposedly trying to take, not really take the throne because you can never dethrone a king like Lil Wayne, but like he's following in the footsteps of Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? Because he can rap. This man's different. Um, Lil Wayne stamped him. He's um, essentially co-signed. He gave him a feature. You know what I'm saying? That's already hard to do. What it's Lil Wayne. Like he's definitely not. It's not just something that's going. Oh, you're. Oh, you're young. You're not. Okay. Yeah. 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 Let me give you this art. Like no. Like it's that's definitely a term of endearment. You got a verse from Lil Wayne. So uh, they both go bar for bar. They're going back and forth. It's a dope song. Um, I really enjoyed the beat. I heard a lot of people give backlash, like, oh, why, why would he do this? Like, he should come hard. Nah, bro. Like, he knew what he was doing. This this album was big because this is, like, I personally feel, or not even I personally, the numbers, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. And the numbers say the same thing. This is his first big commercial success album. You know, uh, The Goat, I like that album. I, I really enjoyed that album. But, like, commercially, it was not nearly as big as this. And I think what he did with this album was commercial success. And he put his name in the ballot to get, you know, other features and do other work with other people. Because, you know, he's an artist. He's not uh, solidified just a rapper. Not saying he can't rap. I'm saying, like, he can, you know, harmonize. He can sing a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He he has a little bit difference, a little, little bag to him. You know what I'm saying? He's not a one-dimensional artist in that sense. So then we get to Boom, um, hard, hard song, really enjoyed this, um, like, he's just talking like, boom, like, I'm in your face with it, I'm brash, like, I'm flexing, like, I made it, this is what I have to tell you, this is my story, I'm from nothing, and this is what I had to make of myself, so I enjoyed that heart, uh, that heart, that song, Black Hearty comes after that at track eight. Um, I think it's another good song, another like kind of semi-slow song. Has some, you know, uh, good tempo to it. it. Has a good tempo to it. Um, I really enjoyed it as well. It's definitely something you knew he he had sat down and really like, you know, put down on pen and paper essentially. But I mean, I think it's another story or experience that he tells about another female. Maybe it's the same one. I don't know. Like I said, I don't get. Into the personal life, but you could definitely tell there's some, you know, passion behind that song. Then you get to Broken Guitars, another feature with uh, Scorsi. Um, wow. Like, it's dope. I really, like I said it before, like, I really enjoyed this album. Like, it was really through and through. It was a good listen. I, a lot of people said they didn't like it, but... I think it's because it's different. People don't like change by nature. So I think it's because of that more than the actual talent and the actual music base. A lot of people just put their opinion on it. And that's what is kind of an issue with music nowadays. So I don't know. But um, I really enjoyed this song. Um, there was a bar in here where he was like, it's early in the song. It's about a minute in. He was like, and Shorty ain't got no guidance. He just doing what his favorite songs say. Ain't trying to leave his brothers behind, but he better run for his own sake. Can't escape this daily system 
or you can go the headstone way. Like those three bars just really like put a lot of things in perspective because in this day and age, we're very influenced. All of us, or I'm not going to say all of us, most of us are influenced by social media in some kind of way or fashion. A lot of people don't have social media. A lot of people really don't let it bother them. So that's why I kind of doubled back and said most of us. But a vast majority of the population in the world is definitely affected by social media. And, you know, being in America, being from America, there are some rural areas out here that are like, you know, it's it's, just kill or be killed, essentially. Or, you know, you end up dead or in jail. You know what I'm saying? Those are the only options. And he kind of highlights that in this. And a lot of people don't understand that, like, these artists that we listen to, these trap artists, these rappers, you know what I'm saying? Your Pooh Shices in Memphis and, and, and Young Dolph in Memphis and, and Young Gotti. Like, Memphis as a whole, Detroit music, you know, your Baby Faces, your Rios, your, you know, your, your GT, your, your Louis Ray from Flint. I mean, Rio and, and, you know, Louis are from Flint. But that Detroit sound, you know what I'm saying? That Michigan, Detroit sound, you know what I'm saying? The rural areas of the world, bro, like, well, not the world, but America, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Your Atlanta scene, you know what I'm saying? You got some real people out there that really be about the shit that they're talking about, but they're not talking about it to flag and put the put a, you know, put a mental bug in your head to since you're saying, like, yeah, bro, if you fuck with me, I'm going to do this. Like, nah, I mean, it definitely is a warning, but it's more so like, bro. This is what I did. I'm telling my story. I'm giving you the information so you can come about the situation differently. You don't have to go my route to be successful. A lot of people don't really understand that. And I think Polo G definitely highlighted that in this song, Broken Guitars. Sorry for the long spiel there, but definitely one of my favorites on that song, uh, on this album. So we get into uh, track 10, Give No Fucks, Okay, Okay, Okay. Um, it's all right. It came out before the album had came, so... It was like one of the leading singles to the album, but it didn't even, I'm not going to say it didn't stick, but like, I don't think it stuck in the sense that a lot of people don't really talk about that. A lot of the songs that are up on, uh, that people like or whatever have features to them and that didn't have a feature. Not saying it's a bad song, it's just like, you know, it was a different, that was the first glimpse we got at this different sound from Polo G. So it's like, eh, yeah. So then Go Part 1 is a, a feature, uh, another feature with G Herbo, track 11, and the, again, they they work well together, they go bar for bar, you know, they both are just kind of like, you know, flexing in a sense, uh, I really enjoyed this song, like, it was dope, um, G Herbo's verse, I felt like I enjoyed a little bit better, just because the way that he delivered it, but nonetheless, like, Polo definitely wasn't getting out rap per se, but I mean, some people will argue that debate. I just felt like I liked G Herbo's verse more, just the way he delivered it on the beat. It wasn't really necessarily like the content per se. And then we get to um, track 12, another banger, Heart of a Giant with Rod Wave, and it just, you know, another kind of lo fi in a sense song for Polo G, just, you know, explaining how he has a big heart, you know what I'm saying? Um, He's always trying to look out for his family, his peers, and you know even others. And Broad Wave comes on that, and you know he's a, you know he's melodic. You know, um, he does what he does best. He sings. Um, it was dope. I was actually kind of surprised that it meshed so well because at first, when I first seen it, I was like, I mean, Broad Wave can sing and all that, but I just don't know how this is gonna sound, obviously. But it was dope. 
Um, then you get to Zooted, one of my favorites. Zooted Freestyle Track 13, so hard. That's just an experience song is what I would call it. You got to listen to it a couple of times because there's some bars that I heard originally and they just went straight over my head. Um, I don't know why people said this song was trash. I remember it got a huge backlash on Twitter. Like, I don't know why, but I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion. So, <laughs> like, I can't, I can't, can't be mad at someone for saying what they feel or how they feel or whatever the situation is. Then you get to Party Life, another dope song. He had this uh, feature by the baby. The baby executed perfectly on this. It's a definite little party banger. Um, it's it's dope. It's really really dope. I really really enjoyed this song. Um, yeah, it was something that I don't think that people were expecting to be as hard as it was. I feel like people thought they were going to come from a different aspect, but they used the. Uh, more soothing tone for the for the you know it's not as brash or like heavy bass or whatever the case may be it's real smooth you know what i'm saying i really like that and then you get to losses debatably my favorite song on here young thugs the feature track 15 bro it's just wow like like not to disrespect Polo, but he played Thug on his song. Thug just went crazy. Like he was like, "This is a little absurd." He said, "This is about a minute twenty nine into the song." They wish I was broken, didn't have none of these cars. I'm so above your climate. I'm in the stars. I built this shit from the ground and I took it far. I caught that bitch at the counter, took care of her charge. She picked me up in an Uber, then we had went to eat. She sucked that dick and I had asked. Gee, she got missing teeth. We had to party in the streets and then they say they miss me. I told them when I come back, I'm about to whole street. Like, he just was cutting up. Like, <laughs> Doug is a goat. Like, he's definitely been solidified. Like, dang. I don't know, man. I, I'm not even going to keep being on it. Like, I just, I don't know. I really, 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 really like that song. Then you get to track 16 with So Real. Um, it's another soothing kind of, you know, song. And I think it's just another another song for him to capitalize on, you know, making a hit for the girls. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, I'm not going to say it's a TikTok song, but I definitely can see it being a TikTok song. You know, making your montages with your, with your, with your couples and all that other shit. Like, I'm not hating on it. It's definitely a business move, but I can see why. It's going to gain even more success as the album grows over time. Then you get the Fame and Riches. It's another feature with um, Roddy Rich. And, man, I was honestly, ex- I, I would say here, I was honestly not expecting the song to be as good as it was. Because, again, I was like, how is that going to collab? Roddy Rich or Polo G, I don't feel like make bad music or have a bad song, per se. But, like, again, it's just like that Fear of like wow, like not really fear, but like fear of the unknown in a sense. I guess that'd be the best way. Like, how is this gonna sound? So then after that happened, uh, you know, you listening to it and it's like it progressively just gets better. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, wow, this is dope. Like they really went in. Like it was something that it was different. Um, Roddy came on there and he did his thing for sure. So shout outs to both of them. And then um, you get to the next feature track, 18 Nicki Minaj for the love of New York. Nicki Minaj is goaded. She has a huge 
fan base, a great discography, one of the best all-time rappers. I don't care what anybody says. You definitely got to put her in that debate, bro. She can rap her ass off. I don't care. Like, y'all can throw all the personnel. We talking strictly music. She out-rapping a lot of niggas, let alone women in the, in the game. So, it is what it is with that. But Fame, uh, Fame and Riches was track 17, 18, like I said. It was For the Love of New York. A different vibe. It kind of sounded like Caribbean, you know what I'm saying? It was like different. I don't know. Uh, Cash Money AP was the producer on this, and it was really, really dope. I really, really loved it. Um, it grew on me. Like, at first, I was like, eh. I listened to it for the sake of doing this, and then I was like, okay, it's catchy. It stuck in my head. Let me go back and play it back. So, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was a dope song. Um, I can see why it's going to gain even more commercial success as, you know, the album gets older, as I've already previously said, but then you get into track 19, and it's a clueless with Pop Smoke and Fabio Foreign. This is probably my favorite song. I'm not going to cap to you, bro. Like, this was a good posthumous Pop Smoke, R.I.P. Pop, but a great verse. I definitely could see them have rec- recording this beforehand. Bro, it's so fucking hard, and 5e just uplifted it even more they were just all feeding off each other's energy but i definitely could tell like i really feel like they recorded this all at one time so you know like i said r.i.p posmo the talent was definitely there but like bro this song is so fucking crazy like oh my gosh i've listened to it i can't even tell you how many times already like it's really fucking good like definitely tap in it's late in the album but it's a dope collaboration and then for his outro, Bloody Canvas, it just kind of just meshes everything together well. He just goes back on a tear. You know, he just spits. He's just rapping. He's just giving it to you raw and uncut. I'm, I'm, I'm him. I'm not one to play with. I'm definitely solidified. Young or old in this rap game, and this is why. You know, he just gave it to you just like that, straight and up front. So, overall, I'd give this uh, album probably an 8.5 out of 10. Um, first listen... I gave it a nine just because I respected more of how he went about doing this album. Like I said, he did this more for commercial success. I can definitely tell he didn't necessarily drop this for the streets or like for, um, you know, the trap sound. He definitely highlighted himself more as an artist and and it's going to show and it's going to definitely bring more revenue to his career. So that was a great move and a, a huge change that will definitely go over the people's heads, but I appreciate it. Polo G, you're definitely helping change what music is nowadays. So if you're listening to this or if any of your crew ends up listening to this, for sure, please, please tap in with me. Um, I'm going to get my socials at the end of this. But yeah, definitely a dope album. I really, really enjoyed this. Um, I think if he comes out with another album like this or a project like this, like like commercially, it'll be even better. And that's what makes me so excited um, to get more from him. Um Definitely, definitely, definitely worth listening to if you haven't. I don't know where all the hate came from this album. Maybe it's just because, like I said, it's different. People hate change. Maybe it's because it's more commercially. Um, I could play it on the radio, per se. Then, oh, I can just, you know, bang this shit. It's it's some hood. It's some, you know, raunchy, ratchet, whatever. Trap, whatever sound, whatever. I don't know what people like to label it. But I, I don't know. We got a, it got a mixed amount of... of I guess, feedback, but obviously it did well if it sold as well as it did, so, um, definitely can't take that away from him, um, uh, like I said, 8.5 out of 10, 
overall, I really enjoyed this album. I can't wait to get more from him. He also had a feature on the Culture 3 album. That was hard. That Malibu, crazy. <laughs> crazy as hell. <laughs> he did not have to do that. But, um, yeah, in all, this is my Polo G Hall of Fame album review. I hope y'all enjoyed. Um, tune in for more. Um, as you're listening to this, I should have another um, bonus, so tune into that. Owen should have a couple bonuses, and my brother, Oshay, should also have some bonuses. So, definitely tune into the rest of the Boys Don't Lie revenue and uh, campaign. We're almost to 100K listen, listeners all, all time. So, a big shout out to all you guys that are you know, supporting every weekend and week out, giving us feedback, talking. Again, if there's any way that you want to reach out to me, my social media handle is at rarefied footage. That's at R A R E F I E D footage, all one word. And that's my at name for Instagram, Twitter. And if you want my Snapchat or whatever the case may be, I don't really give out my Snapchat. That's more of my personal thing. But if you hit me up, we can talk about it. We can get to that point. But, uh, yeah, love you guys all. Be blessed. Be careful. Be safe. Enjoy good music. Drink your water. It's hot outside. It's officially summer as of June 20th. So wherever you are in the world, it might not necessarily be that. Because <laughs> I know there's some people that listen that are below the equator. As we're, you know, in North America, we're above the equator. So it's summer out here. So uh, we appreciate all the support that we're getting. We love you guys. Thank you so, 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 so much. We have a lot of big things coming. Season two coming soon. A bunch, a bunch, a bunch of content, man. Like, we're trying to do this the best that we can for y'all. So we really appreciate everything that y'all have been able to help us out with going this far. But, um... If there's any questions or any debates or anything else, you definitely can hit us up. You know, Owen, Owen Burke, you know, at Owen underscore Burke, um, Ashe at Ashe L on Twitter, at Ashe on Instagram, and my, I already gave my handle. So just go ahead and tap in with us. We love you. We appreciate you. Take care. Be blessed.